So uh, let me just say a few words uh, to begin this discussion. As you know, I've been really talking and thinking and praying about faith over the past three, four months. And I have come to the conclusion that it is hard to apply God's word without faith. And in fact, our goodness requires faith. And in Hebrews 6, it says, now without faith, it's impossible to please God, for the one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So I'd like to go over a scripture with you, and then we'll get into the discussion. But the purpose of this scripture, which seems to have nothing to do with faith whatsoever, is that when we apply faith, God gives us, um, God encourages us, and God directs us. And so we need faith to receive his encouragement and his direction, and we also need faith to encourage others and to direct them. So let's look at the verse, and then we'll start a discussion. Hebrews 10, 19 through 25, feel free to read it at home with me. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have boldness to enter into the holies. By the blood of Yeshua, he inaugurated a new and living way for us through the curtain that is his flesh. We also have a Kohen Gadol, or a high priest, over God's household. So let us draw near with the true heart in full assurance of faith, with hearts sprinkled clean and an evil conscience. Uh, uh, excuse me. Hearts sprinkled clean from. You, you need that word in there. That's right, not in. From an evil conscience. And body washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the unwavering confession of hope for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good deeds. And do not neglect our own meetings as it is the habit of some, but encourage one another and all the more so as you see the day approaching. So my point is this, that if you don't have faith, you can't go into the Holy of Holies boldly. If you don't have faith, you don't realize that Yeshua gave us, inaugurated a new way, uh, a new living way for us through the curtain, which is his flesh. In fact, that sounds crazy to somebody who doesn't have faith. And to realize that God has given us a high priest over his household for us. He intercedes for us. And so these are things we all have to know by faith. Without faith, it's not only impossible to please God, but without faith, it's impossible to believe his word. So I'd like to kind of open this up a little and just say one other thing about the times we're going through right now with the coronavirus. Does that increase your faith? Does that lessen your faith? What do you do differently because of this? What do you not do because of this? At any rate, some thoughts. Give it 
some ideas and, and we'll give it to Billy first. Well, um, absolutely, like, you know, you're, I feel like, especially in times like this, your faith really comes out. What you believe at rock bottom, you know, is uh, what shines when you're in discomfort or when your life is turned upside down or in some cases when you're really sick or when you've just lost a loved one, you know. Um, I think that your faith becomes really evident. And for us who believe, we should be, I think, pressing in to God closer during these times, you know. Um, and it's really hard. <laughs> it's hard to do that. You know, we've been having to homeschool our kids for the first time ever over the past, uh, you know, week. And uh, everybody's working in our little house together. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been very challenging. And, um, you know, my devotional rhythm that I was in has taken, a, has taken a hit. But, you know, we continue to pray. And we continue to believe that God has a purpose behind everything. And without that hope, with just thinking that, this is all pointless, or there's nothing behind this. It's just, you know, nature correcting itself, or whatever, like a market correction in nature. Um, it's, uh, that's pretty depressing, I think. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people who are very anxious right now. And faith is what I think um, helps keep us moving and keep pressing on, you know. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. And it w I was wondering whether your spiritual life took a hit because of your four kids and, and, and that. But uh, Donna, what, what is different for you? Well, certainly without faith, um, we can't get through a season like this at all. And I, many, many times when I talk to people, um, people that don't know the Lord, it's just amazing that I can say, I know this is a difficult time, but God is in control, and by faith, I believe that he is going to take care of us. You know, the world doesn't have that knowledge at all, and this is such a great opportunity to exercise our faith, to trust God, even when we can't see one foot in front of us. And during this time, um, for me, um, my quiet time hasn't taken a hit. Um, actually, because I live alone, I've been able to spend more time with the Lord, and what a blessing that is. And what a blessing it is by faith to live in Florida where the weather is so great and we can do these things. But faith in my life, um, I don't see how I could face anything um, in my life without faith, without knowing God is by my side, that he is there, that I can turn everything over to him, and he will take care of me because he's my Abba, my Father. So what a wonderful truth that we live by faith. Yeah. So, so do you feel then encouraged by God's word? Uh, you know, as I said, when we read the scripture, uh, we have boldness to enter into the holies by the blood of Yeshua. He inaugurated a new and living way for us through the curtain. And, and really, the way I see that scripture is to come into his presence. And, and so we also have him as the high priest of our of, of the household so does do those words give you encouragement yes they do and um, I just without God's word I just would be lost and 
Um, the, I, in fact, when I'm at a loss for words, I pray scripture, as Rabbi Steve has taught us. I open the word and I pray. For example, um, this morning I was reading in Psalm 32. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is pardoned. Blessed is the one whose guilt Adonai does not count, in whose spirit there is no deceit. And it says, let everyone who is godly draw to him in a time when he may be found, Lord. Um, you are my hiding place. Isn't that a wonderful truth? God is our hiding place. You will protect me from distress and from the coronavirus. You surround me with songs of deliverance. And so we can have joy by faith in the midst, and God's word reinforces this. So many people are running on air on their feelings. But when we trust God's word, he's our source, he's our authority. And we don't have to live by our emotions or what we feel. We just know because his word says it and we believe it. So thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah, um, I, I agree 100%. To answer your question before, Rabbi Steve, um, has my spiritual life, has my relationship with God taken a hit during all of this? The answer is absolutely no without a doubt, um, but not because of me. And hopefully I can encourage anybody else out there who's in similar shoes as me. You know, I got folk kids at home. Um, it's been definitely like very busy and challenging. Um, but the truth is that you, even though maybe my time in the word or my time in intentional prayer has definitely taken a hit, um, you know, the truth evident in the scripture is that God is so faithful to us that even if we have seasons of highs and lows, he is so constant and his love for us is unwavering. And uh, you know, I, I, I will tell my kids that all the time, you know, just that he, he loves us even when we are turned the other direction. You know? So this is what I would call um, the easy part of faith. The easy part of faith is when God encourages us. But then if you look at this scripture, God also directs us. And that becomes a little more difficult. So we need to apply his direction. So as an example, in verse 24, it says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good deeds. Now the first thing is that Many people, I don't think, start the day off thinking that that's what they're going to do. And if you don't start the day off that way, it's harder to do it when you are hit with something difficult. When somebody throws you a zinger, or when somebody uh, does something that you don't think is so great. And, but we are not only to receive God's encouragement, but we're to receive his direction. It's hard to direct others if we're not being directed by God. Mm -hmm. So the thought is that all the things he says in his word uh, that are so clear, we're not talking about theological things now, we're talking about the clarity of his word, something simple, like stirring up one another to love and good deeds. So, um, you know, I, I'm going to throw this back to you, Billy. Uh, do you feel that, that you are able to do that in your situation with wife or kids and all the craziness that's going on in your home? I have to. 
I have to, you know, like you said, um, there's not only the home front, just for speaking personally, there's not only the home front for me, but there's also the work front. And I'm a manager of, of people at my, at my job. And so I have a constant pull in both directions. And, you know, I have to stay positive and I have to stir up uh, as much love as I can because, it, you know, I think I'd probably get depressed if I wasn't trying to, you know, make light of certain situations or, um, you know, especially on the work front, you know, trying to really help my team and be there for my team as much as possible because people are depressed. You know, people are working from home. They're going stir crazy. And you have to constantly, and especially in my house, you have to constantly put out a positive message and you constantly have to be upbeat and, um, you know, yeah, and this scripture is saying that, you, that being upbeat is not enough. You have to inspire other people to be upbeat. And then when I think of the word inspire, I, I don't think it means to teach. You know, you don't have to teach people, you must be upbeat or uh, something like that. You have to demonstrate being upbeat so that they understand that to do anything else is just not that good an idea. So any thoughts about that, Donna? Um, yes, I, I would agree with that. Um, we do have to be upbeat, and by the joy that we have in our hearts and the trust that we have in God, this is an inspiration to other people. Um, when we don't have joy in our hearts, we can't share that with anybody. But during this time when we have joy and peace in our hearts, we have that, that it, and other people will not only see it, but hopefully they will desire it as well. And I think another way for us to be really upbeat and love one another and express um, this kind of faith is by praying for one another. I mean, yesterday and today I prayed over a lot of people because of I had to make some phone calls. And, and people um, thanked me and, and said they were encouraged, and then some of them prayed for me. What could be more encouraging and upbeat than praying for people? Yeah. You know, uh, I made some of those calls as well. And uh, in fact, a number of us from leadership are making these calls because we want to make sure not only that our database is correct because we want to be able to reach people, but we also are going to be starting some small groups. Um, obviously, we can't have people come to each other's house. So it's going to be through one of the software pieces where you can see people and, and talk to them and so on. And the whole idea of this is to continue to connect people. And uh, the, the people I spoke to were very excited about that because they feel like I feel this loss of connection. You know, where's my family at this point? I, I've seen them every week for so many weeks for months and years and all of a sudden now I don't see anybody and and so uh, I, I think that it's really important to connect with people and and we get this opportunity to I mean people were first of all surprised when I called uh, and and secondly they just appreciated it so much and and again we wanted to find out also if any of our people have any needs, any things we can help them with so that we've got to stay on top of that because you never know when something uh, has gone wrong in somebody's life. So uh, we've got to be there for each other. We've got to let them know that this is an issue. And when it 
When it comes to faith, though, the, the scripture that always, I mean, there's so many scriptures on faith, but interesting enough, the, the scripture that always hits me is in Mark, Mark 9, 24, where, where the father says, I believe, help my unbelief, mm -hmm. because there's so many areas that I struggle in for faith. Uh, I, I can have faith for some things, and then just not faith for other things, and Yet, uh, I, we have to be strengthening, I believe, our faith. Um, any of either of you have any feelings for that or anything you want to say or I can continue? Uh, let, me, let me continue with a couple things. In this scripture that we were reading, it says uh, that, uh, let's see here, let us... Uh, Draw, draw near with a true heart. And I was thinking, well, what is a true heart? So we're so, to be, have a true heart, and a true heart is loyal, and it's faithful. And then we're supposed to have full assurance of faith. And what I think about, and, and this is where, what concerns me when I read a scripture like this, is because... In a sense, God is asking for a guarantee of our faith. That's what I see as full assurance of faith means. And so I'd love to come to him with that. I, I pray every day the scripture talking about, you know, if, if you have faith, uh, you can move um, a mountain into the, into the sea. And if, if you pray and believe, in your heart that you, that you have received this, it is yours, and, and I'm going to myself and I'm saying, wow, do I really believe this? Um, I think it's a struggle to, to have that kind of faith, but something that we really, really have to strive for. Uh, I, I think it's pertinent also that um, before that scripture, he goes on this whole uh, bit about Yeshua. And he says, because of the blood of Yeshua, and he's inaugurated the new way, and he, it's, uh, he's gone through for us, and we can now go through the curtain, and he is our high priest. And so because of that, we can draw, we can draw close to God with that full assurance. And so I think it kind of, at least for me, it kind of takes a little bit of the burden off of me that I have to, my heart has to be fully in that place before I can approach, you know? It's kind of like Yeshua has done so much, and through, through that, we can approach boldly, and we can come with that full assurance of heart. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, and, and how many times in Scripture does God say over and over again, seek me, come to me, and, and I, won't, I won't cast you out? And God wants us to come to him, and he's always encouraging us, always inviting us. It's we're the ones that are not so encouraging and we're the ones that they say have moved away. But I think that's so true. And so when God says, seek me, his heart wants our heart to seek him. And you know, this last verse, verse 25, it says, don't neglect our meetings. And you must be thinking, well, how do I meet? You know, obviously we can't get together, but we can. We're getting together right now. Uh, which is one of the blessings of living in this century is that we have this opportunity to get together. And, and we need to encourage people. Well, you know, I'm believing right now, by the way, by faith, 
and also a little knowledge, that Ravi is upstairs typing away and saying Shabbat Shalom to you all and, and trying to encourage you. And, and so I think this is one of the ways we've figured to, to kind of reach out to people and to let them know that we're just not trying to speak here, we're trying to uh, connect. And, uh, and then it says, but encourage one another, and there it is again, to be an encouragement, and all the more as you see the day approaching. And I believe that day is getting closer and closer. We don't know when that day is going to be, but we do know it's getting closer and closer. And, and so our faith is there to encourage people. And so often we get upset about crazy little things and we're not encouraging to others. So I, I, I pray that if we're going to say we have faith, we've got to apply our faith in everyday situations. Donna, you looked like you were going to say something. I was. I, <laughs> yes, I would agree with you about um, encouraging. And by faith, we have to encourage people over and over again. The scriptures say that Barnabas was a son of encouragement. And I pray, Lord, make me an encouragement. Show me how to encourage people. And, and I pray I will be a daughter of encouragement, and I will constantly be seeking ways to encourage people, even if it's just a word. We have to be encouragers. And just a word of encouragement can go such a long way. I'd like to close by saying this. In Matthew 19, 26, it says, And looking... Yeshua said to them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. You know, you might be listening in right now and thinking, I can't be encouraging to this person. And you know who this person is. I don't know who that person is. But you know. But honestly, by faith, you really can be encouraging to each and every person because you are saying I am doing this as unto God so as we apply our faith the faith without works is dead so we have to apply our faith so that we can be seen as people of faith and the way people will know that we're people of faith is the fact that we have these qualities, uh, the fruits of the Spirit. We have the, the quality of forgiveness. We have the quality of kindness and love. So as we close here, uh, let me just mention to you uh, one scripture that I, I just really is on my heart. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, Encourage one another and build each other up, just as you, in fact, are doing. So that scripture was written to be an encouragement because what the, what the scripture is saying is you're already doing this, just keep going, keep doing it. And I think that is the challenge for all of us, to keep doing it. I'm going to just say to you, if, if you want to receive encouragement, and you don't feel like you have encouragement tonight, I would ask you to place God in your heart. If you've never done that before, then you have to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. We talked about high priest. He is the high priest. 
And, and so it's, he, he actually intercedes to God the Father for us. So receiving Yeshua into your heart allows you to draw close to God because now God is going to see you as sinless as you repent before him and you receive Yeshua. If you'd like to do that, would you pray with me now? Lord, I just pray in the name of Yeshua. I receive Yeshua into my heart. I am sorry for my sin, and I ask you, Lord, to come into my life, and I seek to dedicate my life to you forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.